You're listening to Who's Driving Your Car Podcast, episode 123. Hello and welcome to the Who's Driving Your Car Podcast, where we discuss not only who or what might be driving your life, but also the great views and experiences along the way. Do you drive in the fast lane like my wife, or do you feel like you're stuck in first gear? You only get one life to live, and it can be either a total wreck or a beautiful cruise into the sunset. We are three friends that have collectively experienced almost anything that could possibly happen in this crazy world, and we'll be discussing our personal reflections and experiences so hopefully you can avoid running out of gas and truly enjoy the wind blowing in your hair. So hop on in with us for a little road trip called life, and let's discuss who's driving your car. Aye! What's crack like a podcast world? Welcome back to Who's Driving Your Car, episode 123. Yes, he did it again. <laughs> Woohoo! And just like I said the last time we started this off, uh, I feel like he just sprouted a mustache while hey, doing it with that accent. For those of you out there, we had a little technical difficulty, so we got about a minute and a half in and had to start over. So we did. It was disappointing. We're gonna see if we can rechannel what just happened. We were for the last out guns and blazing. But you know what? It's all good. <laughs> Especially with Craig, uh, he has been ready with the Spanish. I think it's kind of cool though. We got to let Craig have another opportunity. I to did. Do the Spanish. I know. You know, after I said it the first time, I was like, man, I wish we could start over so I could do it again. <laughs> you know, God's just providing you that opportunity right there. That's right. We are coming to you with the topic today on. Inspired by one of our listeners, and it is where you are now compared to where you thought you would be, and I think this is a, a great topic. Johnny, you want to expound on how we got to here? Sure, man. You know, we got a new listener, somebody, one of my patients who I recently shared the podcast with, uh, somebody that grew up in Mossville. Uh, so I said, oh, you know, you're, you know, you grew up in Mossville, told her about the interview that we did with Mickey Smith Jr. Her brother was actually really good friends with uh, Mickey growing up, so... Um, it's exciting. I don't have permission to, to share her name, so I'm not going to do that. But you know who you are, young lady. And uh, this is a topic that I hope I got correct. You know, something that that was my interpretation of what she was asking us to talk about. So we'll see. We might have to come back and do a repeat in the. It is weeks. questionable. We can hope John got it right. And if, if not, it's a great topic nonetheless. And, yeah, and I, everybody was excited. <laughs> we were looking forward to it. And it is rather shocking that both of y'all came through. I'm glad John is attesting how he got a topic today. But they both of y'all came up with some good topics, and next week we're going to try CCs, man. I'm looking forward I to that. I give one the as credit, well. man. All kind of great ideas, guys. I give all the credit, man. Yep. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it. But before we hop into the topic, we're going to flip it over to Johnny. He again just jumped out at the opportunity to do the Would You Rather. I kind of thought Craig might take it this week, but John was just. I didn't have a chance. No, no chance. <laughs> he, he took it. Kind of like Craig with the Spanish. Just today. closed the door. <laughs> it's like I was opening my mouth. He's like, I do it. <laughs> No, honestly, I didn't have one, so thank you, Steve. <laughs> okay, so I actually thought about this one on the way over here, so okay. it just came to me. So this is going to be a thought-provoking... Saw or shovel? Saw or shovel? Based on huh? hammer saw and screwdriver last week. Saw, <laughs> saw, saw, saw shovel. I thought yeah. long and hard about this. Totally different. <laughs> yeah, would you rather be a saw or shovel? <laughs> okay, so guys, would you rather know now what you didn't know then? Exactly. Well, it's deep. <laughs> Let's think about this. Would you rather know now what you didn't know then? Would technically you know it? If you didn't know it then, 
then maybe you know it now. No, it's something like something happened and you didn't even realize it while it was happening and then you found out after the fact versus it happened and you found and you didn't find out after the fact. That's how I'm taking this question. Yeah, I can see this that. This is about how, where I thought this was going to go today. <laughs> well, it was all along the same lines as our topic about, you know, what did you think? Is it a yes and no It's kind of like one of those things, what you, know, what you don't know can't hurt you. That's yeah. how I'm interpreting this. Right. Like, like if you knew at the time it was happening, would it have changed the experience? Or as opposed to being naive to what's going on? Yeah, it's like sometimes you don't even really, you didn't know it happened and you're just living your life this and you're pretty happy. That's one yet. Huh. I think this is pretty simple and I'm going to take uh, it as okay. I'm seeing it. I, I see, I see. And that is, man, <laughs> I think I'd still want to know after the fact, even though that it happened and not just be living my life aimlessly. I think about like that Adam uh, Sandler movie, you know, it's yeah. when Waterboy and they're like, what your mama don't know won't hurt you, mm. won't hurt her or something like that. I think there's a line mama in there. Mama says... Yeah, something like that. So I'm, that's how I'm interpreting this question. I would still rather know after the fact and then be in complete obliviousness to the fact that something happened. I didn't know it happened. <laughs> that's good. No, I'm guys, if y'all could see the looks on these guys' faces, it's amazing. Would you rather so, know now what you didn't know then? Would you rather know now what you didn't know then? Yeah, it makes sense to me now in my own small head. <laughs> yeah, and I'm thinking about that. I'm like, well... You know, what I didn't know then, I obviously know now because I didn't then. But it's, it's a yes, no question. <laughs> well, no, CC, you could, you, would you rather know now? So you could say, I would rather not know now. Meaning, I didn't know it then and I may not know it now. And you don't want to know it now. And I don't want to know it now. I guess it depends on the circumstance. Yeah. If I didn't know a couple years ago what the Bitcoin price would be, <laughs> I might want to know. I might not want to know now. I would know now. But if I knew it then, I made different decisions. But it's not something I can go back and change because now I'm learning what I didn't know then. So it doesn't really make... Hmm. <laughs> yeah. It goes It goes back to what, you know, at the end of the day, if you didn't know it then and it provided more comfort in your life, you probably don't want to know now if it was something you didn't need to know yeah, or want to know. Yeah, I think there's a cutting edge. And so there's I, a cutting edge. Really. I went with it depends the, on the circumstance, I guess. Right. I just rather know it all. <laughs> Steve's just cracking up over here. <laughs> so where are you landing, Craig? Yeah. Um, I think he wouldn't want to know. <laughs> Trying to convince himself otherwise. This is exactly how I thought this you know was going to go. I'd probably not know. Like, Is that what you said? No, I went with I'd rather still know after the fact. Yeah, because at the end of the day, if you didn't know then, you don't know now, there's no emotional reaction to the situation. Correct, yeah. If you know, you're either going to be really happy or maybe kind of bummed about it. Exactly. So why not know? Why? I don't know. It didn't nothing gain, nothing lost. But you, I'm gonna go with Matt. We're both in the camp of nice. Keep it. We're gonna be naive to whatever's going on. <laughs> oh man, this was awesome. This is where I thought this was gonna go with you two. Uh, that y'all are gonna struggle with it, go back and forth. So it was interesting. Had to decipher what the actual question exactly. was. Exactly, that was a big yes. part of it. So if already, if now you already know, then it's okay. But would you like to know beforehand and, and have that information? We kind of talked about some of those things in the past. Of, do you want to know the future? Do you want to know what's around the corner, what's happening next? So for me, I would still like to be surprised. I'm glad that y'all were so surprised by this one. And I think you're interpreting this different than Craig and I. Yeah, we're... Right. <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> would you huh. rather know that now or then? That's the question. I think I'd have rather not known that John had that kind of question to ask us. <laughs> I know. I know. That was a wild one, Steve. I know. Mm. Mm. Well, you know, I think this is maybe a little bit foreshadowing in, into the topic, and, and I really hope that John's interpretation of 
whoever our listener is, is much better than what he just interpreted his own question to be. Um, I'll report back. We'll figure it out. It'll, yeah. Well, guys, what do y'all think about this? Where you are now compared to where you thought you'd be? Let's take it from in your life. Greg? I know John's yeah. going to have a boat ton over here. I mean, so. when I first heard that comment, where you are now compared to where... Are you, are you see, I'm doing, <laughs> Steve's thing messed me up, but are you, you know, where you are today versus where you thought you'd be? Um, the initial reaction was looking at it from a, am I not where I thought I'd be? Right. Like you think, what haven't I done? You know, did I have these goals, dreams, ambitions? I think a lot of people in this world probably carry more on that, lean on that side a little bit more. Like they have this vision of where their life should be or where it's going to be at some point in their youth. And then fast forward, they're like looking back going, man, I'm not there. But on the flip side, maybe, you know, so I guess, is it better or worse than you thought? Because what if you look back today and in the past you had a rough background you thought, man, this is hopeless. And in the future, I'm gonna, nothing's going to be great. And you look back and go, wow, I got a pretty beautiful life. So for them, maybe it's a, it's a different um, picture. So that's kind of how I thought about it. Um, you know, what, what are y'all's thoughts? Yeah, you know, I think uh, all of those things are certainly relevant. Um, you know, looking at my life personally, I thought I'd be ant farming by now. Instead, he's got chickens. Being yes. ant, being ant farming and underwear model, but uh, <laughs> none of that has turned out probably for the best. You know, but um, probably you know, not. Look at, certainly, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. It did give me the opportunity to get the chickens, so me and the girls hang out a good bit, uh, get some food from it. So it's interesting, but you know, I think. Very few people's lives turn out how they imagine, how they think they're going to grow up. Um, and, you know, that's the big part of the journey is what happens. What is that day-to-day stuff, you know, that makes up our life? Um, you know, what does all that accumulate and, and grow into? So I think it's a, an interesting topic, so I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, you know, I think the first thing that came to my mind is anyone really where they thought they would be, but everyone is where... God thought they would be. That's kind of how uh, yeah. I take a little bit of comfort in that. And I I think we've all had, and that's one thing, too, when John texted this out, I was thinking about my own life, and I was like, well, that's pretty easy. Not where I thought I would be, but really for the better of it, uh, as I've gotten to evolve and mature in life. Um, and I think that, like Craig's saying, it probably depends on where you're at in your life, too, insofar as if you, you know, or where you, would, you thought you would be. It might take you a long way to get to where you thought you'd be, or... You may already be there and something be coming down the mountain here that's not what you expected to have happen. So I think the first thing that comes to my mind is I don't think anyone's really where they thought they would be in life. I agree. I mean, you say it like that. You think five, ten years ago where you were and then look at where you're at. I don't think any of us would have predicted life today would have been exactly this way because a lot of things don't unfold until I I didn't know where my kids would go to school or even, you know, the direction of that. And I think about it in our own lives different stages of life like when you're a kid you're thinking i'm gonna be a firefighter an astronaut you know i'm gonna be in the army you know all these adventurous spirit-filled sort of like things and then your teens college years you start to kind of i'm gonna have this type of job i'm gonna be this kind of person and have this family life and then you know it's funny because you think okay you know what you said you were going to do then it's not the same and it's just interesting to uh to, to look at that and know that you know, I guess it's good to have dreams and goals, but like you said, Matt, being into the moment and the adventure of life as it unfolds and just the way God has presented it before you and, and kind of hearing his whisper as you go and 
you know, maybe a lot of times it is better. Um, but at the same time, it's fun to look back and see where you're at. And if it's not where you were at, like we've mentioned on many a podcast, what are some of the things you can do to kind of help you get to where you want to go next? Give you the tools, the courage, the strength, the, you know, the drive. Um, so I was just kind of reflecting on it, you know, that way. And I even going into your old years, you know, I think a lot of people reach their 60s, 70s and they're like, oh, my life has passed and I not, didn't do this or didn't do that. And I've seen lots of examples of people who even starting in their 60s have accomplished amazing things starting at that age. So I think that's also encouraging and hopeful. Yeah, I think it's something that, you know, it's interesting that changes with youth, you know, like you talked about how, you know, you may have grandiose ideas, you may have simple ideas. And, you know, some of the more grandiose ideas, uh, those doors may close on you over time to where you don't think that those things are achievable. And that may be something that's a good thing. It may be something that, you know, that plan that's laid out for you, um, you know, it wasn't for you to be the astronaut or for you to be, you know, a firefighter. The underwear saying, model. Or you being know. the underwear model. Turns out <laughs> I like too much, too many sweets. So that's the problem. Uh, <clears throat> but I think it's something that, you know, you can get those gentle nudges, sometimes a little bit more forceful nudges in the direction that you're, you know, you're designed and created for. So I think there's, uh, you know, a plan for everybody to go through in life. Um, Sure, you can make decisions and go different directions, but eventually you're going to meet the, the path that is designed for you. Uh, so that's my take on it. Yeah, I think, Craig, I wanted to hop on that, too. If older in life, there's always a chapter. Every day is, is a new chapter, so to speak. But I wanted to give a little shout-out to my friend Charlie in Highlands. Charlie! <laughs> who Charlie. I bought the tiny house from. Uh, and we went over there, Alexander and I did, last time we were there, and we had a little did even. make up yet? Even, Charlie and I, man. <laughs> Uh, yes. You know, hot dog's always extending that, that olive branch. <laughs> and Charlie extended it and invited us over for a little hangout one of the evenings we were there, last evening we were there, and it wound up into a little two-hour soiree sit-down. And Charlie did mention, though, he had started this whole community, been in Highland since like 2005, long time, thought he'd be there five years. But he made this comment stuck out to me, and it is, he was telling it he had invited one of the other neighbors over, that he's got one more rodeo left in him. Like one more song, one more thing. And he's probably 60, 65 years old. But in, and I thought that was a cool thing, you know, somewhere somebody to look at their life and say, yeah, I think I've got one more big. Because he was like a developer in Georgia, and then he rolled into North Carolina, been doing this stuff. And he was saying he's probably going to roll out again at some point to do one more big thing. And I think that's a cool way of looking at it, mm-hmm. you know. He may or may not have accomplished all that he wanted to we could be in that same situation, but he's still looking at it as, man, I got another another song to write, another rodeo to, to hop into. And I thought that was a pretty neat thing when you said that, Craig. That's no, awesome. I agree. And I think, you know, a lot of people wait for a lot of things throughout their life in order to try to do some things that, you know, maybe they feel are unaccomplishable at a younger age. Um, you know, we've talked about these things over the last couple of years, you know, try to accomplish maybe smaller things that are that are doable in the here and now that you don't have to wait for you to retire to go on a three week mm-hmm. Alaskan vacation or whatever it is. Uh, so some of those things you can get a taste of the different adventures, the different climate, the different countries, food, whatever it is, you can get a taste of it uh, now and see if you like it and see if that's really the direction that you would like to go. You know, you may get there and you may, you know, not like the food. You may not like the climate. The people may be, uh, unfriendly. So it may be something that's, you know, you change the direction as a result of getting small experiences of it. 
And one thing about those small experiences, I think you get experience from those experiences. And I think some people maybe get to this point where like, man, I wish I was here and I wanted to be there. But in retrospect, they might be like, you talk about the chapter one page away from being there. And if they look back and look at all the skills they garnered, like let's say you're moving towards something and you're, you're studying something new, you're reading about something, you're practicing, you're learning a new skill set, you're kind of building that muscle to get you there. And you might look up one day and be like, man, I just haven't done it. But whoa, you've got the skills to where you, all you gotta do is turn the page one more time and you're right there. And you just, you're like, you're basically, you're on the journey. You're making progress. You know, you're making, you're moving forward. I think that makes you feel alive. I think when you're making progress, that's truly what makes you feel alive. And so, you know, just for people that might be discouraged and looking back and going, well, I'm not where I thought I'd be. You know, you had a lot of great adventures, probably, like Steve said, look back and be grateful. Maybe gratitude changes that that thought process. Maybe you have done some amazing things and um, or you're very close to getting to that big goal you were looking for. What about some examples in our own lives? And I'll, I'll kick it out for us pretty easily here of being where we thought we would be. And I'm, I'm looking at this and I'm like, man, there's some things in my life that I am where I thought I would be, but it's different than I thought it, it would be. And then there are examples not. For, for instance, in my world, I thought I would be married with kids at this moment. Don't have any. But I did not think I would be a traveler all over the place and own a place in North Carolina. And had I been, would I really be able to do, you know, had, had, had a wife and kids at the moment, would I be doing or that creative part of me had been tapped into? Probably not. So I can say it's maybe better than I thought it would be when I was 35, but didn't realize it at the time. And another example that came to my mind is I always knew I would probably come back to Lake Charles and practice law. And those two things have happened. But I thought I would probably also be the guy that was, you know, more in a, when I was younger, defense-minded, kind of grinding every day, saying, go to the same office, kind of like my dad did. And now I'm the guy that's like, man, I only want to be in the building four or five hours a day. This is not exactly what I pictured this to be. So I think that there's, uh, you know, even if I'm doing probably exactly what I said on paper, go to Lake Charles, be a lawyer, but it's not what I thought it would be or in the same manner. What about y'all? Do y'all have any examples in y'all's lives where either something you thought came to fruition and how's it feel or, you know, something that didn't work out and maybe became for the better? Well, you know, professionally for me, you know, at a young age, I, I knew that I wanted to become a chiropractor and I was able to achieve that goal and and come back and practice in Lake Charles and doing well with that. Uh, I'm in like in the reverse of where Hot Dog was. You know, I always was like, ah, I'm not going to get married. I'm not going to have any kids. I'm good with that. And then now look at this. I, it's the reverse. I've got all the kids. Hot Dog doesn't have any. Uh, but. You know, that's something that I was enjoying traveling and doing the exact opposite of what he's doing, you know, now where I was traveling the world doing a bunch of different things and really enjoying that and wanting to continue. And then, you know, I met a young boy named Andrew and, you know, he had a pretty cool wife. FTB. I mean, mom, my <laughs> wife. <laughs> and, uh, you know, she keeps having children. That was something that I wasn't really expecting, but it's uh, the kids are really great. A lot of work. A lot more difficult to travel and do um, some of the things that I expected that I would be doing at this point in my life. But as uh, you know, a fellow dad and OCC can talk about that the the dad life, the parent life uh, is extremely rewarding. A whole lot of you know passive suffering, as my mom liked to say, <laughs> involved in it. But uh, you know the rewards are just fantastic. Ah, that's awesome. Nothing beats it. I'm, I'm like, I kind of like Matt had a vision of, okay, I'm going to have this job. It's in college. I'm going to go to med school, be a doctor, get married, have kids. 
And up until the point I was about to go to med school, I really didn't have a, a significant, I mean, I had been in some relationships that didn't work out, but I was ready to roll out solo, single, met what would be my wife, um, the fall of my senior year, and within two months we're engaged, you know, which is unreal because I'd been in relationships for years before that didn't result in an engagement. Um, and I think we were friends, but I didn't know. And it's sort of these deals where I thought, hey, one day I'll get it. It might be one day, might didn't know one day would be 21. One day might have been, <laughs> might have been thirty-one. And in retrospect, it's kind of like, I think at any point in time we we look at our life and say we're not where we thought we'd be, but we're basing it on our timeline. Like if you add one day to the end of that, or not yet, I mean, we're on the journey towards that goal. It doesn't have to happen today. It might happen five, ten years from now. Because you know, I can look at my own life and be like, oh man, I thought two years ago I'd have already been doing this, right? So I love my career. I have you know side CC projects, but you want to be at certain places in each of those, and you, it's just your personal um, you know ledger of where you're at. And if you look back, like I wish I was a little further along, but I'm still on the journey to get there. So maybe I'm impatient and I'm not there now. Doesn't mean in one year, two years, five years I won't be. And at that point, I can look back and say, "Yeah, I got where I said I was going to be," <laughs> you know. But five years ago, I wasn't where I thought I was going to be. And it just, it just unfolds. So it makes me kind of focus on the journey because my wife always picks on me. She's like, one day, right? Craig's always saying one like day, <laughs> one day. But it's true. I'm futuristic. So I'm always thinking and dreaming of what could be. And I'm trying to learn to enjoy the moment knowing that I'm, so my head's not in the clouds all the time. You always joke that I'm kind of ADHD because I think about 50 things at once and that doesn't make any one of those things very effective, you know? So I'm trying to like just breathe and pause on the one thing and enjoy the moment knowing that I'm moving forward towards the thing. So I can, you can almost never say you're not where you thought you'd be. You're just on the journey towards where you're going. And one day you'll be where you thought you'd be. Um, I don't know. Just a little thought. Yeah. And you know, I think that anticipation of thinking that you need achieve those things by a certain time frame that you put on yourself can cause a lot of anxiety, a lot of, mm -hmm. a lot of, uh, wasted time and a lot of wasted energy and happiness in that, those moments that you were talking about. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's also important to maybe not put all your eggs in one basket, too. Well, um, I've got some eggs. One of the eggs. Uh, <laughs> put all your eggs Easter in, wasn't too long ago. <laughs> if you put all your eggs in one basket, I think it's twofold. A, you might not get intended where you were trying to get, but B, I think there's, especially in athletics, you can get to where you're wanting to go. I don't know, become a college athlete, win a national championship, whatever this is. And you get there, and then you look down, and you're like, huh, what do I do next? Because everything, all your efforts, energy have been there. So you may be actually where you thought you'd be at the moment, but it not be as good as you thought because that moment is it was all the want, the drive, desire to get to it, and it was accomplished. And then it's the where to now. And, you know, a lot of people, myself included at times, can go through a little identity change. Man, I thought I was a college baseball player, and now I'm going to be a lawyer or something. You get to that thing because all your eggs are in that basket and it makes the transition a little bit difficult. So I think it's, it's important to have maybe multiple things on your radar. And so as where you think you're going or where you think you may be instead of just one thing, what do y'all think about that? Yeah. And also just realizing that, you know, everything has a beginning and an end. So mm -hmm. I agree, you know, it was something that was kind of, um, startling for me also professionally, how I got out, got going. I'm like, okay, I've got an established practice now. I'm enjoying this. Now what? You know, kind of situation. So um, I'm not saying I'm giving up a practice or anything. <laughs> but uh, I agree. There is something that's, you know, 
some of those things that you, you get to that point where you're like, okay, I did it. I did this portion of it. Right. So now what do I do? Where do I go from here? And for me, you know, that's allowed me to branch off into doing other things, you know, for real this, estate mogul, real estate mogul, uh, like they <laughs> like to say, also doing stuff for the profession overall as a whole, uh, for the, you know, I'm the president of the state association, uh, other things for, um, professional advancement. So, um, I think that if you don't get too focused and stuck on achieving that one thing and that being the end point, then you can see other opportunities, uh, moving forward. And I think those little, I guess call it mini journeys, the ones where you've reached it and you're like, sweet, this is where I thought I'd be. And I am. And it's as exciting help you realize that there's different timelines, even in our own day. I think about like clinic. Okay. Yeah in my mind where I want to be, I'm going to be done at this time because I have to be at this place at this time. And then when you're 45 minutes late with people waiting in the waiting room, I'm not where I thought I would be. And it usually (laughs) results in a certain emotional response, you know? And it's like, or like you go on vacation, you are going to fly to Highlands. And Matt, he spoke to this a while back on the podcast. Airline did not agree with his plans. Definitely so where I thought I'd he be. was not where he thought he'd be. He was in a hotel, an airport hotel, sleeping and not in his bed in his tiny house. And so I think when you look at those and you learn to kind of deal with those little, those little experiences, it helps you kind of see the bigger picture and go, okay, I've been here before. I've accomplished some. Some of them I've ended up in a place where I didn't thought I'd end up. And I think in that perspective, maybe looking at the big picture, you can kind of go, okay, this is cool. I'm on the journey. I'm going to, Hey, I'm sure that night you got stuck in the hotel. You did. There's a little, a little story. You had a little, that something made fun. Some, that's how you make a memory, man. You made a memory. That's for sure. So just making memories along the way. So I think those are both uh, great comments. All right, guys, this has been a great episode. I've really enjoyed the topic. Um, Appreciate the input. Absolutely. And, but before we shut it down, we're going to move on to the good old weekly segment of what made you hit the gas? What made you pump the brakes? I think this is going to be a special one from John. Yeah, guys, uh, for the last few weeks, let me get that bar. For the last few weeks, months, six weeks, something like that, I've been hitting the gas. Preparing for my wife's double golden birthday, as Hot Dogs Lady would call it. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) So, look, the secret is not out yet. So, my friends, I don't want y'all to tell. Her birthday is tomorrow. So we're having a surprise birthday party for her at a little restaurant here in town. There's going to be a big crowd uh, that we invited there. It's going to be a wonderful time. So it's something that I've been super sneaky, bringing out my old tricks, all the all the good uh, stuff. She thinks she got so a Peloton. Sneaky. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I already pulled that one over. <laughs> Is there a surprise dance for, that you put on for the group? Oh, Music Craig, kicks. This is a great idea. Now we could. We might have to work out that. It might come in with the slideshow at the ending. <laughs> so it's something that I've been hitting the the uh, gas to try to get everything together, get some of her closest friends together, my family, in order to uh, have a special night for her for her double golden birthday. So I've been gassing up. I appreciate all the help that I've been getting from my mother-in-law, Dee Dee. So she's been a big trooper. And um, anyway, hope she doesn't find out. Nobody tell her. Man, we just told all of y'all, just don't share the secret, it's tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys, we appreciate everybody tuning in to us this week. If you've got any stories in your life about where you are now compared to where you thought you'd be, we would uh, much appreciate you sharing them. And if you do get a chance to rate, review, or subscribe to the podcast, we'd appreciate that as well. Until next time, we'll catch y'all later. Hey, y'all. If you've been enjoying picking up what we've been laying down, subscribe and never miss an episode. 
Find us on social media and let us know who's driving your car this week. You can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Who's Driving Your Car Podcast. Perfect timing, sun is shining, nothing more I need. Yeah. If you feel like this your best life, won't you sing with me?